Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. We hear a lot on this show from entrepreneurs, some successful, some just starting out, about what they do and what makes them tick. Today we have some special guests with us to discuss a program that is breeding entrepreneurs from the ground up, literally starting with kids as young as the eighth grade. It's called the Young Entrepreneurs Academy and the founder of the Baton Rouge affiliate of this national organization is its local chairman, Deborah Sternberg. Deborah founded the local chapter in 2018 after more than a decade helping run her family's insurance business, Starmount Life Insurance, where she served as president. And in just two years, it has already created some remarkable successes. The Young Entrepreneurs Academy partners with the LSU EJ Orso College of Business to train its students and help them launch their very own companies by generating business ideas tied to their interests, writing business plans, filing their businesses with the Louisiana Secretary of State's office, and pitching to a Shark Tank-like investor panel for seed funding. Helping Deborah is a powerhouse board of directors that she put together, as well as a staff and generous volunteers who include some of the community's most successful business executives. Deborah, it is such a great organization now in its second year, and it's making such a positive difference in our community. Thanks for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for bringing two special guests and entrepreneurs with you from the Young Entrepreneurs Academy. Channing Hall is a junior at Baton Rouge Magnet High, where she is a member of the award-winning debate team. She is also involved in theater, enjoys baking, and is the founder of Backstage, a theater management app that she designed that allows directors to better communicate with their cast and crew, which is especially important for small and community theaters that might need a little help with organization. And speaking of organization, also with us is Trevor Turner, a junior at Catholic High. He loves performing arts, especially singing, and hopes to one day major in biomedical engineering, though his business idea has nothing to do with either. It's actually a service called Dormenity that takes away the stress of move-in day by combining storage and delivery. Dormenity houses students' stuff and moves it to and from their dorm room each semester based on orders that they place online. It's a really cool idea, Trevor. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. And Deborah, of course, you come from a family of entrepreneurs, but what made you really want to bring the Young Entrepreneurs Academy here to Baton Rouge? So the idea actually started when my now junior was in fourth grade, and the teacher had a panel of business people at school and asked before the panel left, does anyone have any questions for these business people? And my son raised his hand and asked Charlie D'Agostino, okay. do you have a business card? I have a lot of ideas. I just don't want to share them with anyone else in the room. Oh, that and is so, so funny. In the fourth grade, in this the fourth grade. So Charlie D'Agostino and I started talking about creating a pipeline, I mean, a pathway for young maybe not fourth grade, but high school, eighth through 12th graders who are interested in business and help them launch their own businesses at a young age. So what are the, what are the nuts and bolts of how it works? You, the students train over the course of a, basically of a school year. Yes. Uh, in the evening, they go to extra, yes. extra classes every night? Every Wednesday night. So they apply 
um, by the end of mid, mid to late August, and then the Academy starts right after Labor Day and runs every Wednesday night from 5 to 8 p.m., and they meet at the LSU College of Business, and they work with College of Business professors and entrepreneurs and guest speakers to who come in, and they go on field trips, which they can discuss with you, um, and then they graduate, and if they graduate and stick with the class, like Channing and Trevor, um, LSU College of Business actually awards them three credits from the business school if they enroll at LSU. That is fantastic. And and you said they apply. You, you, you all select them. You have an application or an admissions committee. So there's an online application, and part of that process is you don't have to have a business idea when you apply. And the last piece of the application is a 15-minute Skype or FaceTime interview with a member of the the committee. And this year we had 64 applicants for 30 spots. Wow. So it's so really how did you decide? What was the criteria? <laughs> there are um, the committee, which I'm not a part of, actually came up with um, the same criteria for everyone. Really, it's looking for a desire and a drive. To launch a business it's a lot of work to do this in seven months so making sure that their grades are, are are strong enough that they can take on an additional load throughout the, the year because it's it's a lot is that true kids trevor yes. Channing, is a lot of work <laughs> so what made y'all want to apply well i had actually heard about the program when i attended a summer camp called lys at lsu and one of the uh, uh, camp people there with me, uh, Charlie Roth, he is actually he had actually already applied for the program. Okay. And then he told me about it towards the end of our uh, camp, and he convinced me to end up applying. Wonderful. So. And and what about you, Jane? So I'm always looking for extracurriculars to do outside of school. And the Young Entrepreneurs Academy is something that came up on my radar. I think actually my mom sent me the link to the application, and I was like, why not? So I had some free time one day. I uh, filled out the application, had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, then I ended up joining the class. Fantastic. Now, did you have the idea for Backstage at the time that you applied, or was it sort of just a vague concept in the back of your mind? or? Um, so for a while, I had noticed that there were like a lot of problems when it came to how theater was organized, especially at the local and school level. And so for a while, that had always been in the back of my mind. And then when I got into the class, I realized that I had a platform to begin developing something to fix that. So um, I really had had the idea for a while. I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do with it. But the people at YEA are super helpful when it comes to like contextualizing what you want to do with the idea that you have. Yeah, and it's really an interesting concept. I guess you had done a lot of theater, and you just saw shortcomings in the, as you say, in the organization and management and scheduling of it all. Yes, ma'am. Um, I feel that like oftentimes on the local and school level, a lot of the things are being run by people who don't have like all of the technical training in the world. And of course, you don't need that in order to run a successful show. But it is helpful if you have like certain tools that can make just the entire process easier. And I really want Backstage to function like that. Just So it's an app that people mm-hmm. in the cast would download and the director would be able to 
communicate with them that way. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And who developed the software for you? Or is that in the process right now? So that's um, one of the things that we've put on the back burner, and that's something that I uh, actually learned through the program itself, is that creating an app is not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> um, oh, it, we would have all done it by now. Yes. We'd all be eating somewhere else and celebrating <laughs> on an island, right? So when people, people would always say, there's an app for that. And I was like, oh, so it must take like five minutes to set up. Like, let me go to the website that will create my app. But of course, that's not reality. So there's a lot of um, thinking and a lot of work that has to go into actually like developing a software, especially a software like what I was trying to develop from scratch in which you can communicate with other people. So um, since that would take like sufficient funds and a lot of time, it's been kind of put on the back burner for now, but it's something I definitely hope that I can return to in the future. Okay, well I have some more questions for you, but, but Trevor, I want to bring you into the conversation. What, what was the genesis of, of your idea? You were only a sophomore in high school when you came up with the idea for Dormenity, which I don't think is an app, but it has an online interface. Right. You'd never moved into a dorm before. What made you think that this was something that needed to be addressed? Right, so going into the program, I had no clue what business idea I wanted to do. But uh, as Ms. Sternberg had mentioned, the program starts right after Labor Day. And the weekend before Labor Day was when my brother was moving into college at his dorm. And it was my first time visiting the campus he was going to be at. And the entire time, there was so much chaos of people running around, moving in. And I was, I thought to myself, this is too much. Because we, there, there were no elevators there. He was on the second floor. You had to go up the stairs. Everyone was running around. So I thought, this should be more systematized. We should have, there should be something in place to where it could flow orderly and people can spend time with their children, with their families, either tour around campus or just going out to lunch and just spending time with those last moments with your family before you send them off to college, so. Sure, and so, and so how exactly does it work? Right, so you would go on our website and you would fill out um, a different tier level of service that you need, right? So it's a different, it's a four tier system where you can select which option is best for you and what happens is for the first tier level, you would just, you show up with your stuff on move-in day and we will be waiting there by your car and we will just take your stuff and move it into the dorm for you while you can go and do other things and we'll just leave all the boxes in your room for you to unpack. It must be so much fun, Deborah, to see so many cool ideas. I mean, I bet they're just all over the place. They, the only restriction the students have is and in high school, they can't buy real estate, which makes sense. Um, other than that, they pick what makes sense and what is exciting to them because it's their business and at the end of the day after graduation they they are the owners of these businesses and they they can keep them and hopefully grow them and and develop them so it has to be something they are passionate about and sure. so it's so much fun to watch so are there 2018 was your first year are there any businesses that are actually like launched and up and running now there are so there's a student who um developed pillows, aromatherapy pillows Ooh, to nice. help. Um, it actually, the, there's a problem, there's always a problem that the students see, or entrepreneurs in general, and a solution. So the problem that this student saw was her mother has um, a debilitating illness and couldn't sleep well, and so she put an aromatherapy, she has different oils that she puts in the pillows, and, um, and as a customer, you can decide which which oil you want, which and her mother tried it and was able to sleep through the night. Her mother has since texted me and said, 
um, we don't have a large kitchen and there are pillows everywhere. So they're getting lots of orders. And there's another business that's, that's um, launched where uh, a student developed grooming kits for, she shows chickens. And so she developed a grooming kit with, with, which has everything you need if you show a chicken. And um, so she's selling those and now moving on to other livestock uh, that is kits. fascinating. <laughs> yes. And and so where are your respective businesses in the pipeline? And and I mean you hope to actually get them up and running and to make money at them? Yes, ma'am. So for my business, uh, over the summer was really more of a logistics uh, time for me where I was trying to work out the kinks of the business and hopefully moving into next year I'm able to get a website up and running and able to uh, form a contract with a storage company to further pursue the uh, the essence of what the business is. Okay. Um, for me, uh, it's kind of the same thing as well. I've worked out like what specifically I want to be in the app and now that I kind of have that framework set up, I've been looking into people who um, I can get to start working on the software for the app. And I've also been looking into some classes that I can take so that I can learn how to do some of that software development as well on my own. Um, but once again, like a lot of it has been kind of pushed aside a bit since school has started. But once school comes down a bit more, I really hope that I can pick it back up in full force again. And you intend to run it after you graduate and go to college yourself? Yes, ma'am. And so one of the things that the Academy is able to do is introduce the students to various people in their field. So Channing, um, obviously her backstage app is in the theater world. So. I'm introducing her to other professionals in the theater world so that she can bounce the ideas off of them so that it's a relevant app for their worlds so that they will take it and and use it once it's fully developed. So how much seed money do they get if they make it all the way through? So the there's a panel of investors at uh, it's like a Shark Tank like investor panel and they compete and the investors last year gave between the range of $500 to $2,500. So depending on, they invested about $20,000 in the 15 businesses that were launched last and year. And so these investors really expect to get a return. So, Or are they just doing it to be nice? So the way it works is that we actually don't cut a check that evening for the various businesses. Um, so if they're awarded $1,000, then part of understanding business is reimbursement. So they'll cut the, they have period of time where they can use the seed funding and um, either the academy will pay a manufacturer if, if there's a product that they're building a manufacturer directly for that business or they'll seek reimbursement from the academy um, and so we can track how the businesses are going and what they're using the seed funding for um, but there's a range and it could be different this year, but I think that range is probably sufficient. It's really just to help the businesses get off the ground. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Deborah Sternberg of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy of Baton Rouge, Channing Hall of Backstage, and Trevor Turner of Dormenity. We'll be right back after this very short break. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Trevor Turner of Dormenity, Channing Hall of Backstage, and Deborah Sternberg of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy of Baton Rouge. Deborah, how many students have, have you all had in the past two years? So 26 um, enrolled the first year and 29 enrolled the second this year. 
And, and do they have like a one-on-one? -on -one? I mean, do you have as many as 29 faculty or, or roughly? Or? So it's 29 students. Um, there are two faculty members. And then when we bring in mentors starting in December, then that's one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two if it's a two-person team. And how much business. does it cost for students to... to be a part of this. So tuition is $995 for the year. So it's not cheap. And um, the beautiful thing is that about 100 or so companies have stepped up in the region and said, we want to help make sure that um, the right students are in the class. So um, it is a lot. And really, at the end of the day, we want the right students. So um, every student has some skin in the game. Every family has some skin in the game. And that could look different per family, and that's totally fine. We just want the right students in the chairs learning. Sure. Yeah. What did you you all think was, was the most challenging aspect of this? Was it hard for you? Was it just hard to juggle? And, and what was a totally new experience being exposed to this kind of material and information? Uh, for me personally, I think the hardest aspect of it was writing the business plan itself, because having no experience in the business world whatsoever and having to do such a complex task, but I wasn't doing it alone, you know. The professors that we work with, they're there to support you and help you every step of the way. I know that I could have emailed them at any point that I needed to to ask questions or just ask questions in class, and they also had a great support system with the other classmates there because I knew they were going through the same thing that I was. I just think that's so impressive to be, to be doing this as a sophomore, too. You know, a sophomore, I mean, a sophomore is so young. Yeah. Right? Junior girls are starting to get their act together a little bit, but a sophomore boy, I mean, that, that's, that's <laughs> all for you. I can say this, haven't girls and boys. What did you think, Channing? In kind of the same vein as Trevor, just like working out all of the logistics of exactly how you want your thing to function. Um, especially when it comes to an app, there are like a million different possibilities, combinations of how things could possibly run and trying to account for all of the different like ways it could kind of go and trying to put that down on paper. That took me a while, but definitely working with my mentor and just talking to other people and seeing like what they would like to see in my product, things like that definitely helped me a lot when it came to doing that. Did it, did it complement your schoolwork or help you in school or make it harder? Uh, definitely for me personally, it uh, the program is teaches you a lot about time management because there's a lot of due dates that you have to have certain things done and transferring the knowledge that I had learned from that experience transferring it into my junior year has definitely helped me to stop procrastinating so much in school and start assignments ahead of time. Well, that's certainly helpful. So one of the if I can chime in, one of the Please. really exciting parts of the Academy, and I love your perspectives, guys, um, was the graphic designer um, component. So each CEO fills out a graphic design worksheet, which is about a dozen or so questions. What colors resonate with you when you think about your business? What's the mission, the vision of that business? And they fill out this document, having never met a, the graphic designer. Wow. We assign professional graphic designers from the community who volunteer their time. And each graphic designer receives one of these worksheets. And over three weeks, the graphic designer, again, having never spoken with a student, creates brands for the various businesses or for their business that they are assigned to. And then they come in and they reveal the brands to the students. So I'll let you, know, you guys chime in on that experience, but it was fun. Uh, that was actually one of my favorite parts of the program. Meeting my graphic designer was a really exciting experience and seeing the design that they made for the first time, it really made my business feel real. 
Um, so a lot of times, like you do this in school a lot, in some classes even, you may come up with an idea for a business, but actually seeing like real branding attached to something that you created, it's an amazing experience. I bet that was so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it. It, was, it was one of the first steps that we took in the program of seeing the business uh, come alive. And that just being able to meet with my graphic designer and her have so many different options for me to choose from, different styles and colors and prints. It was so amazing to see the dedication and the support that we have from the community just rallying around us. How, what would your plans be to, to market your businesses? I mean, when they get up and running, how, how do you plan to advertise and market them? Right, so for me, uh, my business I feel like would work best if I start uh, at high schools. And because I know personally at my high school, your senior year, you get this uh, big packet that has all this information about coming about, about coming up about graduation, what's the next step in your college uh, career. And having like maybe a flyer in there for me would be a great step for me to have that option for when you choose to go to college this is a service you could possibly use. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Um, I really want to advertise in things like playbills. Um, I think that would be a really good place because like theater people center around like theater events. And so if I could get an advertisement for my product in a playbill, then people from other theaters could see that, take that idea with them when they go back to their theater. Um, so putting it in playbills is one of the main things that I'd hope to do. And just um, advertising at theater-related events. So a lot of times, they're, uh, I, they, I know they used to have it. I don't know if they still do. They did an event called Shakespeare in the Park oh, over nice. by mm -hmm. um, the, uh, sing uh, not the singer, uh, Manship. And so advertising at places like that as well. You had said that it was difficult, Channing, to, to develop an app. Deborah, does um, YEA provide that sort of technical expertise or just refer the students maybe to resources that can help them with that kind of, you know, down in the weeds level of so, development? This is our second year, so we continue to add components um, to the resources that the students have access to. Just like last year, the Innovation Park at LSU has been a huge support, and so they'll continue to help um, guide students with prototyping and 3D printing. Um, when it comes to apps, there are others at LSU who are interested in getting involved and helping the students. It does take more time, so some of it is, well, you'll have seed funding, so would you like to, in your financials, set aside some money that you you'll receive to hire somebody to help you with the coding yeah. there's some students who know how to code and so are trying in this current cohort of students who are trying to to do it themselves so we'll see the the investor money does it come from donations i mean is this sort of a you do fundraising so um philanthropists so, and business people on board that's exactly right so it, it's it's actually something that businesses have rallied around because it's hard to to not want to invest as a business person in future leaders, right? So whether they are become an entrepreneur in the truest sense of launching a business or running an OBGYN practice, which is also an entrepreneurial task if you're going to own that practice, um, learning the skills is important. And so the business community... Um, provide sponsorships, some provide scholarship funds, and we use some of those sponsorship dollars to go towards the seed funding. Fantastic. And what's in it for LSU? Um, so LSU... It sounds like they're giving a lot. They, 
it's really an amazing partnership. And the, the business school gets it. They're, they they have, have always wanted a pipeline of young people who are interested in business to consider LSU's business school. And they don't have, they didn't have a pipeline. So this is really a way for them to have eighth through 12th grade students on campus who some had never been to the business, many had never been to the actual business school of LSU before this program. And now they're there every week. They can see and be a part of the business school in, you know, during the academic year and graduate and have the opportunity to, to really receive credit from the business school. So they, LSU not only is a great host, but also sees that this pipeline of young people that potentially will be in their business school can start from this feeder program. Right. And I know this is a national program, as I mentioned. Are there any other in Louisiana or any other even around here? Obviously, you're the first in Baton Rouge. We're the only ones in Baton Rouge. The North Shore had a program, and I'm not sure if it's um, running now. Um, They've also tried it in a couple of other communities that no longer have it. But we really went about it a, a little different, where we went to the community and said, we want you guys to help buy into the future and pay it forward. I was going to say, you really need the buy-in. Really need and, the buy-in. And, and, it's, a, and people have stepped up. A planning and coordination. Yeah. Channing and Trevor, what what's the next step for y'all? I mean, are you really planning to launch these businesses? And I know, Channing, you've got college on the horizon. Right, you're a senior this year? Uh, no, ma'am, I'm a junior. You're a junior. You're both juniors. Okay, so y'all have a little bit of time. But um, are you planning to actually launch these businesses before you get to college? Right. So this summer going into my senior year, I really want to devote that time towards my business to really get it going for this uh, move-in year for that senior class. Gotcha. So, so that's going to be that's going to keep you busy. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, myself as well. I really am interested in getting this business off of the ground. And there are some people um, that I can contact. So uh, I'm going to be working with them to see like the logistics and what I can work out so that I can manage that and schoolwork at the same time. Fantastic. And one of the key things um, that we were able to do during the academic year was bring in people every week to build networks. So now that all of the graduates know accountants and attorneys and insurance folks that they can tap into, they have their business cards so they can really reach out and continue growing that network. And Deborah, what what is on the horizon for Young Entrepreneurs Academy? Do you expand? Do you bring in more people? So we expanded a little bit with a few more students this year and you know, the conversations are are happening now with LSU to see how what student teacher ratio we can have and how many classes I mean, how many students we can have um, in the program. I think 30 is probably the max in one class because there's a lot of not only work for the students but also for the various events to make make it realistic. But the more students we can impact the better as far as I'm concerned. And, and you're not just chairman. I mean you're very much hands-on involved in the program. I go to every class um, as, as long as I'm in town. Um, just to serve as a, a reference and a assist for the instructor it, as needed. And we go on field trips, so I want to make sure I'm there to make sure to help on those, 
on those trips as well. Well, Deborah Sternberg, Channing Hall, and Trevor Turner, y'all have been delightful guests, and it's so inspirational to see young people and their mentors working together to bring great ideas to fruition. Thanks for what you all are doing and for sharing your stories and insights today on Out to Lunch. Thank, Thank you so much. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Deborah Sternberg of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy of Baton Rouge, Channing Hall of Backstage, and Trevor Turner of Dormenity. You can find out more about the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, its students, and their great ideas by going to the links on our website. It's batonrouge.la. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino, Dave Winwood, and Ann Edelman. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on our website, itsbatonrouge.la, and on our It's Baton Rouge Facebook page. You can hear this show and past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts and at itsbatonrouge.la. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. 